Welcome to Shake and Bake Cast. Today's guest is Sarah Enlow of the American Shakespeare Center in Virginia. Sarah has been working as the ASC Director of Education for almost 10 years and gets to connect the dots between the rehearsal room and the classroom for students and teachers. The super objective of every ASC education event is to make sure the participants have fun because uh, the ASC thinks playing with Shakespeare is just that. The American Shakespeare Center also believes that knowing a lot about how the plays work and come together makes them more fun to study and see. Welcome to Shake and Bake Cast, Sarah. Thanks, Larry. Well, um, given that you and I are speaking in mid-March, uh, I would uh, like uh, to give you an opportunity to preview uh, what's what's coming up uh, program-wise at the American Shakespeare Center in Virginia. Well, thank you for that chance. We are um, just sending out now our new annual brochure, and uh, that brochure is probably hitting a lot of folks' mailboxes, and they're getting to see what's coming on. This summer, we've got... Um, As You Like It, directed by our co-founder and um, director of mission, Ralph Cohen. And um, and then we've also got coming on our, uh, our second show will be Emma, which is, um, it's written by a woman named Emma Whipday, who wrote a couple of other plays that we've performed in the last couple of seasons. Um, she wrote Sense and Sensibility, another Jane Austen adaptation, and she did a play called Shakespeare's Sister that we did in our Actors Renaissance season last year, which was wonderful. So we are glad to have her back and directing again. I'm sorry, not directing, but writing for us again. And it kind of goes with our new, um, Shakespeare's New Contemporaries contest. We are leaning on Emma as our Shakespeare in a way for the last few seasons. And we're excited to see what Emma um, will be like. I had the chance to read it in a, in a reading and um, had a lot of fun with that. So she's got a good voice and good connection to Jane Austen. Um, Then we also have Richard the third coming in and this is the completion of our Uh, of this tetralogy for us every summer fall for the last three we've done um, a Henry six starting with one going to two then to three and now we get to oh really you did the complete play of Henry yeah we've done part one I never had that treat yeah so Henry the six part one Henry the six part two and Henry the six part three were the last three summer seasons and then this season we get to see Richard the third um, complete that in the canon. So that's exciting. Um, and it's being directed by the same person who directed three Henry six, uh, Jenny Bennett. So we're excited to have that. And then the man of mode. May I ask you this? Do you have any of the actors playing the same characters, any continuity there? We do. Um, we do. We have a lot of new folks, um, coming in this time around, but our um, our Edward, I believe, is uh, Benjamin Reed is going to be playing um, Edward the Fourth, and 
then let me see who else. Uh, Chris Johnson will continue as Buckingham. Um, if I don't remember, I don't, we were, we were looking forward to continuing the Richard the third, but we've cast a new, uh, a returning, but a new actor in the part of Richard the third. So that's going to be fun to see, but yeah, we've got a couple of folks continuing with us. You know, we, you and I, Larry, were put in touch through Michael Barr and, um, Last season, one of our actors traded places and went out to Utah and played on on Utah Shakespeare Festival stage, John Harrell. So he missed the chance to continue in the role that he started in one Henry, <sighs> in one Henry six and two Henry six. And this time, John is actually going to be playing the Duchess of York. Um, so he he kind of skipped over uh, his part. And so we've cast him in a completely unusual place um, as the Duchess of York. We are uh, making an effort to cast equitably uh, 50% male, 50% female, which is going to mean that in a high female play like Richard III, we're actually going to be seeing some uh, some guys playing the women's roles. So that's kind of fun. That's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. I, I would love a crack at the Duchess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Um, yes. And John is such a physical actor. It's it's great to see him take on uh, roles like that. And then the last play that we're uh, going to have in the summer and fall is The Man of Mode or Sir Fopling Flutter, which is um, a restoration, which works really well in the Blackfriars Playhouse. Um, we know that Theatrical lighting, as we in the 21st century know it, didn't really come into being until late 19th century. So we um, so we play with the plays that were played in the light, if you will, um, mm-hmm. and and take those on and see what we can do with them. Right now on stage, we have another restoration that is um, going quite well, the way of the world and the costumes for it look spectacular. I don't know if you are familiar with the season that we're doing right now, which is the actor's renaissance season, when the actors take on more of the rehearsal conditions that Shakespeare's actors used, including picking their own costumes. So uh, the actors have had a lot of fun with mixing up kind of um, 17th century 18th century and 20th century t-shirts under wonderful jackets with high collars and big skirts and things like that. So that's fun to see. And well, we'll- please, please tell us what other kinds of original staging conditions the American Shakespeare Center has uh, dabbled in or experimented with or uses as a regular practice. Absolutely. Um, so we are really committed to Shakespeare staging conditions because our founders saw a play in um, the UK that wasn't aiming at being original staging conditions, but managed to do it because it took place in a thrust theater where the light spilled out onto the audience. There was very little in the way of set. And so it went really quickly the the soundscape made everything uh, continuous, and it was um, a revelation to both of them. And they began to think, along with the Globe, Shakespeare's Globe in London, and our friends there, that maybe playing 
the way that Shakespeare was thinking the plays would go would do something for the audience's experience of the plays. So they formed the company. And at that time, we would do the plays in a thrust arrangement. So audience on three sides, we would leave the lights on the audience. So the actors would talk to the audience, which was something revelatory when you can talk to the audience, those long speeches that we see on the page in Shakespeare become short conversations with people in the room. Um, and we, uh, and we use sound. So we use acoustic music, acoustic sound effects that, um, the actors create and, and, um, embody, uh, they play music before the show and during the interlude that is, we consider a uh, part of Shakespeare's staging condition. We're playing contemporary music that's been um, arranged so that our actors can play it just like Shakespeare's audiences would have heard contemporary music to them. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So instead of playing 400 year old music, we're actually playing music of the day. And, um, and, you know, we, we, play with um, costuming, not Shakespeare's costuming, but because Shakespeare's actors would have been wearing um, clothing of the period, we mix up our costume choices so that we get a lot of different periods reflected, sometimes contemporary and sometimes Shakespeare's because audiences love to see that Elizabethan and Jacobean dress. But we, um, we, we do bring it forward, if you will, so that our audience is kind of in the same zone that Shakespeare's audience would have been in. And, and that is the, the kind of staging conditions that we embrace during all of the seasons that we show. We have, uh, we have four different seasons every year, and, um, and those are always present. Then during the Actors' Renaissance season, which is from January to April, we also introduce um, rehearsal conditions so Shakespeare's actors learned their lines, as you probably know, using cue scripts. And right, um, I, in fact, I had a guest that that uh, talked solely about uh, cue scripts not too long ago. But please go ahead. Yeah, so those are fascinating for making discoveries um, in the moment, and then also gives us some insight as to what might have happened in the rehearsal room. They also have a shortened rehearsal period. So we think that um, it's possible that Shakespeare's actors would have had very little time to rehearse because they were performing a different play every day. And then they would get a new play and have to put it together in a very short period of time and get it up on the stage. So we shorten our rehearsal period from um, a pretty, a pretty hefty, 120 hours or something like that to just 40 hours. Um, wow. Yeah. And then we also, um, we also do allow the actors to, uh, to select their own costumes. They have advice and um, assistance from our costume shop, but they go right up into our costume area and kind of, make their own choices and, and decide what they're going to be wearing. Um, and, and then they also work. In the, I bet they really enjoy that. They do because they, as they're, as they're wearing the costumes in the summer and in the spring and, um, 
they are looking at each other's costumes and kind of picking out like, Ooh, I'm going to pull that for the actor's Renaissance season. That's a good one. <laughs> um, which is fun to see the costumes come back onto stage in different plays, but also on different bodies um, is great. Then they also, the probably most exceptional part of this is that the actors work without a director. So they are directing themselves and um, they get to make their own choices. And I, I, we do a workshop here in which students come and learn a few things that we focus on in the rehearsal room, like rhetoric and scansion and those kinds of things um, and audience contact. And then they direct the actors in a scene from the play. And we did one last week with um, Laertes and Ophelia from Hamlet. And, uh, and the actors were talking to us about how they came at the relationship that they've developed without a director. And they can also then take the direction that the students give them in that workshop and incorporate it because there's no director telling them not to. So it's a very mm-hmm. flexible season. They were talking about how as they play it in front of the audience, because the rehearsal time is so short, they can make choices that completely shift their character or change their arc on their own because that's their character for that season. And they're doing five plays in this season. So, um, so the kind of pressure builds as they go along and as they add that fifth play, they are sort of exhausted, but also, um, being really deliberate and quick about making a choice because as they often say, um, any choice is better than no choice. And the idea that you have is better than the no idea that I have. So they'll take ideas from each other too. So it's a, it's a fascinating time of year and, and really dynamic. Every time you go to see a play, it could be different. And so we have a lot of people who take advantage of our, um, of our ability to, it's called a complete works pass. And it's, um, it's an older, uh, it's no longer available except for people who already hold one, but they can go see any show anytime. So they will come at the beginning of the season. Some of them come every week to see the shows because they just change so much from one to the next, to the next, to the next. So yeah, it's a, it's an, it's a great time of, of year to be in the building and next Next Actors Renaissance season, we're going to go even a step for, farther because our Shakespeare's New Contemporaries, the first play that wins that contest, will debut next um, next February. So we'll actually have a new Shakespeare title, quote unquote, um, for the audiences to enjoy. I don't know if anyone's told you about the Shakespeare New Contemporaries contest. Um, it is a it's it, we're taking entries of plays that are written for the staging conditions that we embrace. And I left one off when I was talking earlier, doubling is another thing that we do that we know Shakespeare's company would have done, oh, sure. which sure. means 12 actors play all the parts. Um, wow. And wow. we are doing the plays in rep, which means that 12 actors play all the parts in five shows or four shows. <laughs> so they have a ton of stuff happening in their brain. And they are, um, they are pulling a lot of costumes and doing a lot of different things. But um, so 
our actors will up the ante once more next season when we're doing the Merry Wives of Windsor and Henry the Fourth Part One, and then one play that's brand new that will vibe off of those plays. So any play that is submitted for the contest um, is going to speak in some way to Shakespeare's play. For instance, right now we're doing Hamlet and Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. So that's Tom Stoppard vibing off of Hamlet. And next um, in the spring, when our tour gets home, they are, they've had Macbeth on the road. And they are going to add equivocation, which is Bill Kane's um, exploration of how Macbeth may have been, have come about in his imagination. So it features Shakespeare and Shakespeare's daughter and all the big guys like Burbage and King James and um, it's a great play. So those are sort of placeholders as we get ready to go into this new contemporaries which is a 20-year contest. We'll get 38 plays. We'll do two a year. And the people who win the contest get $25,000. So um, so two playwrights a year will get $25,000. But that's even more exciting. We got 189 submissions. And that is 189 new plays that are getting a chance to be read um, by our reading committees. And we're going to be passing the great ones out that we don't get to select for the contest. We're going to share those with our Shakespeare theater colleagues who may want to produce them. So it's more chances for more new plays to get out into circulation. Well, it's been wonderful talking to you about the original stage conditions that you use at uh, the American Shakespeare Center and learning about the coming season. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much, Larry. Have a great day.